Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and fuck, I hope this works tonight. We'll see. We're excited to be here, and we hope that you're seeing us. If you're not watching this, if you're not seeing this, that means something went horribly wrong. And or horribly right. Or horribly right, either way. This that might be a horrible sense. show, and then because you haven't seen it, that's a good thing. Who knows? Justin, I'm trying something out technically on the side to make this hopefully more visually appealing. And if I pull this off for the YouTube crowd, you will see a beautiful HD Doug and HD Justin. And hopefully it will be switching back and forth between the two of us in a beautiful dance like the, the Black Swan movie. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's like an uplifting movie just like that movie is, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, it's it's inspirational the same way the Shawshank Redemption is inspirational. You know what it is? You you, cl- you crawl through a mile of shit and come out clean on the other side. You know? Actually, that is rather an inspirational movie. It is. So I guess I should, that was it's a, funny. That, was, that, that used to be the movie when Jill was sad. She'd want to put it on, and when I tell people that, they'd be like, "That seems like an odd choice." And I'm like, That's "Odd." Yeah. But at the same time, you get it because, like, yeah, shit happens, but he yeah. overcomes. You know? He does. He, over- he overcomes it at the yeah. end, and that's what matters. My friend- Andy Dufresne overcomes. My friend, Andy Dufresne. Boy, that was a Morgan Freeman, if I've that, ever heard one. You look. I think you're going from imp- uh, accents to impressions now. Yeah. I think you're. Like, you've nailed accents so much that it's just time that we open. We got to open it up. What if one of these days, like I do, like really hard work in the background, and I like nail an accent, and I just bust it out and blow your mind? Would you? Would that be I, crazy? Oh, I would love that. I would absolutely lose my mind. He's like, yeah. holy shit. Oh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, that was cool. Well, let's keep on cruising, I guess. And people are going to be very impressed They're by like, that. Like, whoa, Doug actually yeah. did something okay. Finally. How cool is that? I'd like to, I'd like to start the show uh, by doing a retraction mm. from, from something we talked about last week. Not necessarily a retraction, but an amendment, we'll okay. say. Um, last week, we talked about uh, remakes. And we talked about specifically Moana. And I don't know if if Disney Bob Iger may just listen to this show or watch us on YouTube. That that's a possibility. Uh, or Disney's AI is getting too good, or one of many things. Uh, or because of the announcements, Disney Plus is just recommending Moana. But I popped on Disney Plus and Moana was in my recommendations. And I was like, all right, let me pop this on and and just kind of skim through it again. And after watching it and specifically watching the You're Welcome song, I got to say, while I stand by, I think it's too soon to do a, a live action remake of this. I, I'm going to amend my statement and say I actually am excited to see how they do this because the visuals in that movie are really cool. Like in that scene, in that song, how it like it goes from him singing on the beach to him with like a moving background. I'm just very curious to see what they're going to do visually with it. So I'm excited to see it, though I do stand with my previous statement of it's too early. So that's my amendment. All right. Well, I just got to say, per decorum and protocol, in order to make an amendment, you have to get at least 60% approval 
from the elected officials on the floor. So mm. I don't know if it's going to pass. Okay. We'll put it to a vote in the Discord and we'll see what happens. Ooh. Looks like you just got filibustered. I'm sorry, buddy. I guess. Good try. Oh, Better no. luck next time. Yeah. Is it Zinny? I blame Zinny. Zinny's filibustering right now. Yeah. God damn it. It's just meme after meme, Zinny. Yeah. Classic. It's classic Zinny. Just Jeez. imager after imager. I after think it's Im imager. <laughs> Is it? I thought it was imager. No, I just like to imagine it's called imager. Oh, imager. <laughs> imager. For the record, that meme, Ermagerd, yeah. I say so many things in that fashion oh, God, all yes. the time. Like, yeah. and I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Do memes? Do memes eventually go out of out of like? Are we dating ourselves by referencing certain memes? Like, oh, Boy. that's the forty-year-old meme. Oh, I mean, I I, I saw a hilarious. Assume, yes, it, it's it's that that's the new like Jesus, how old are you? Sort of thing, right. you know. We're like, I watched this show. It's like, dude, that show's been off the air for thirty years. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? It's like, I did the Irma Gerd meme. You're like, oh, the what? That's right. ancient. I saw an amazing video the other day of this. It was it was uh, it was on TikTok, and this guy was uh, stitching it, which basically means you, you watch a little bit of. I'm explaining this to Justin or anyone else who doesn't know how TikTok works. Someone like basically posts a video, and then you get to watch a clip of it, and then they stitch themselves on it as like a separate video, like responding to it. And this girl goes, "What if people just had a phone?" Like a cell phone that just stays oh, yeah. in the house. Have you seen this? I've seen this on Insta. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it just yeah. stays in the house and doesn't go where. And this guy goes, Oh my God. She just described a landline. Oh my God. She's describing a house phone. How old am I? How am I? How old am I? She's describing a house phone. Like, <laughs> we've come full circle. Dear right. God. <laughs> when I saw that, that was one of those where I was like, There's, there's just, there's no way. There's no way someone doesn't know what that is, right? Like I, I, but then I started thinking. I'm like, name the people who have a house phone, like my mom and dad and my aunts, uncles, grand. Like it's all it's all people of a certain generation. I don't know any anyone our age. I'm trying to think. I, I don't. Yeah, I can. I can. Yes, I can confidently say I know no one our age that has a landline. Do you remember the last time? You lived in a place that had a landline. It had to be when I was at, yeah, it was. It must have been Blackhawk College, two thousand two to two thousand four, when I was living with my dad. I think the last time I had a landline may have been my first apartment in Chicago. Oh, you you had your like in your name. I don't. I th I want to say. I think I had that then. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't remember. It was it was there was definitely a time where I feel like I had one because I got a call from the Fraternal Order of Police because some the per, the person who had that apartment before us was a bit of a rabble rouser. Um, I know okay. this because uh, a bounty hunter showed up at our door. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. You're gonna have to rewind and tell that story. What? <laughs> So we get a knock at the door and I answer the door like shirtless because that's just how I used to roll. And they were like, yeah, we're looking for so-and-so. And it was like a dude with like a, a like a tactical vest. It wasn't a cop. And they're like, I'm looking for so-and-so. And I about shit my pants. I was like, uh, they don't live here. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, we get like a lot of calls for them and we get their mail, but they don't live here. I promise. And they're like, okay. And they walked away and I was like, oh, oh. 
Woo! Someone's uh, someone's got got some something going on from. So I, I remember in that apartment, I got a call from the Fraternal Order of Police, and they're like, they they were pitching me over the phone, and for they got or something? they got me to agree to do a pledge, and I was you just, agreed to it. I didn't know I didn't know how to handle the situation. I oh, was like, shit. how old uh, were you, dude? I was like 21, 22. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And I was just like, huh? They're like, we want to know if you'll pledge. I was like, sure. I didn't really know what that meant. And he's like, how much are you willing to pledge? And I was like, uh-huh. he's like 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, okay. He was like, we'll send you some stuff. And like he said, it's like bumper stickers and things like that. And they kept calling and I never paid it. <laughs> I never. <laughs> and I was terrified, terrified that this was going to like, I was going to get in huge trouble. Like I, as soon as the bumper stickers came, I threw them away. Like I never told Jill or anything and they would be calling to like, I was just like, I just hang up on them or whatever. It was, I was so nervous. I'd like to think that that bounty hunter is out there somewhere looking for you now, mm -hmm. but they're just so bad that they can't find you. Yeah. I was and like, he's like, you years ago, 20 years ago, you promised the fraternal order of police 20 fucking dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm hey, glad. I'm glad I never gave it to him. <laughs> I get I those saved... robocalls now. Uh, and, and it's, I love when they try to, I was just looking for my phone to hold it up. And I'm like, that's where it's fucking here. <laughs> right there. This is, this is tough. It uh, is tough. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I get those. And I love how the links they go to to make it sound like it's a real person oh, on these robocalls. And they're like, yeah, can we count on your, your one time donation for this and this and this? And it's, I would love to get someone because I'd love to actually engage them in a debate. But well, you're good at that uh, stuff. You and you've always enjoyed that sort of stuff. So. I love man when I get an actual person. Oh, it's just mm, I mm, yum. You know what's going to happen is at some point AI is going to get so goddamn good. Oh no, that you're not even going to be able to tell. You're right, you're right. This is going to be like, hi, Justin. This is Joe Biden, and I would like you. You're like, what? Huh? What? Joe? Yeah. yeah. And do, and no, no, that do the scams. Have a are, conversation. The scams that are going to come along with that are going to be brutal when they can AI that. And someone's going to be like, Jeez, the, the mayor even, called me. <laughs> fuck. I didn't even think about that. They're already man. doing That's phishing now with like texts, right? Where people fall for it all yeah. the time. Like, hey, I'm the CEO of your company. Can you go buy me $500 in Apple gift cards? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they do it. And it, it happens. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But what's more terrifying is what AI can generate. Now, we, we listen, if you're tired of us talking about AI, get over it because AI is coming for you whether you like it or not. You know, so, yeah. you know, AI is out there just saying, I'm going to come. So get ready. There you go. Speaking, and, of, speaking of AI. Yeah. Doug can make Trump say that anytime he wants. Anytime I want. There we go. That's more of an audio drop. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's AI. That's just technology. That's just zeros and ones, Justin. <laughs> I still don't know. We've well, talked about it many times, and I have no idea what we're talking about. Well, just recently, someone uh, I've seen two of these now where people have put together um, some AI-generated commercials. And yeah, these, are, these are these are wild. These, these are, are the things that nightmares are made of. Yeah, these are, these are super-duper wild. Um, I'm going to adjust this real quick here. Is this so? The first one that you guys are going to see here, if you're watching this, is the AI generated pizza commercial. Yeah, and mm -hmm. un unfortunately, uh, you won't be able to hear the audio for it because some of some of the audio on this is probably copyrighted. So I'm not going to mess with it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, we don't want it. Yeah, 
but uh visually you can see it and and you know and everything like that and it'll it'll be interesting so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna swap us over here to twitter this comes from the uh handle i just closed out at dan oliver and he says this whole advert was created using ai the script was generated by GPT-4, images by Midjourney, video clips by Runway Gen 2, VO by Eleven Labs, and music by Sound Raw AI Music. And the result is fucking terrifying. So, and it is. For those that are listening, we'll kind of describe what we're seeing. So yeah. you see, <laughs> it's a pizza commercial. It's called For the Pepperoni Hug Spot. And you get some images of a guy that apparently has like flour going into his arm. You have like someone who's trying to. I honestly, this you can't even describe this as it's happening because no. the people are so strange. As they're trying to eat, that's the worst because AI doesn't understand how people eat. Yeah, it looks like something out of a David Lynch film. And yeah, it's pretty <laughs> something terrifying. Out of a David Lynch film. Yeah, that's like great. the opening where the kid's like trying to eat and he's just like yeah. the pizza's just going into his teeth. Yeah, the guy with the flour coming out of his forearm. Everything the, like I would say eighty percent of the seconds. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, the delivery driver. Yeah, the delivery driver. Look at his eyes; those are horrifying. Well, that's another thing too is AI cannot quite get the eyes right at <laughs> all so for this sort of stuff. Terrifying. I love it. Need delivery. Honestly, the voiceover for this is pretty solid. I'll say it, that it much. Is. It's pretty solid. The music is pretty solid. The script is not bad. What AI is right now is it's 80% of the way there. I think visually we're maybe 60%. Yeah. <laughs> maybe 50. Um, because it's it's pretty darn, like, it captures a lot of the stuff. But even, like, when the pizza delivery guy tries to leave, it looks like he's going through a wall. And then, of course, yeah. you get this woman who's eating a plate. Yeah. The next woman eating the taco oh, pizza. Oh, God, that mark. face. Oh, those teeth. Look at those teeth, dude. It's, they look like it, mandibles. But the opening, if you stop at 21 seconds, like the yeah. first frame that it clicks over to her, yeah. this looks like something uh, out of like, like some horror movie. Like yeah. it's just, like a creature that it looks like Pennywise from It that's about ready yes, to devour a child. Absolutely. And it almost, that pizza almost looks like a taco too, which is it also does, yeah. weird. And then the next woman that mm, yeah. looks almost like like uh, AI tried to recreate June Diane Rayfield. Yeah. Like they're like, this is what she might look like if she if her face was getting sucked into a pizza black hole. I love the the name of the place, Pepperoni Hug Spot. Oh god! Right. And then you go to like the family, and of course the eyes immediately are just <laughs> the pizza in the lower left almost looks like waffles with like berries. It, is. it so is. This is totally like waffles. This is totally like waffles. Family? It's 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 not. Oh, and then watch the girl on the right as she tries to take a bite. It just goes into oh, her yeah. chin. And she's like, wink. Oh, awful. <laughs> it's, I love the tagline, like family, but with more cheese. Because <laughs> there's also a part here where like, they're showing the pizza getting made. It's like at, at like 12, 12, uh, 12 seconds. It looks yeah. like this guy's grinding something into the pizza. Yeah. It's so I strange. And the voiceover at that point also yeah. says, with cheese, pepperoni, vegetables, and more secret things. Not vegetables, vegetable. Singular. Vegetable. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. And more secret things. Yeah, I don't know what he's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. you know what it is? That's He's cutting the pizza. Oh, okay, because there's a knife there? 
That's I think <laughs> he's supposed to be slicing. Okay, so it. what does he have in his hand? Is that cheese? It kind of looks like. No, I, th- I think, I think he's supposed to be holding like a pizza roller, but it it it's fucking up what the. Because what's unsettling is it looks like there's a knife on the on the lower right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's supposed to be a pizza cutter, but AI the AI couldn't figure out but how. But then to... what's in the other hand? It looks like he's holding ice cream that's melting, and he's like pushing it into the pizza. I think that's what I'm saying is I think that's supposed to be the handle of the pizza oh, cutter, okay, gotcha. but it's just kind of all melded together. But you know what? Who fucking knows, man? We don't, yeah. we don't know. No one will ever know. No one will ever know. The I strongly recommend anyone who wants to uh, not sleep, uh, watch the, find this yourself, watch it, and then listen to the voiceover. Yeah. Because to Doug's point, it, it's nonsensical, but it sounds like a pizza commercial. It, it's 80% of the way there as as an entirety yeah. where you're like, oh, shit, I see where this is going. You can yeah. see how this is going to become the norm where people are going to once AI, this. And I said this to Justin yesterday, and I'm not the only person that said this. That this is the worst AI is going to be in this moment. It's only going to get better from here. When you said that, that was an eye-opening moment for me because I was we were talking about how just terrible this was, and you're like, think about it though. This is the worst it'll ever be. I'm like, fuck. That's a, I did not. I never considered that. That's it's a fair Dude, point. Imagine ten years ago, we we're saying, hey, listen, uh, computers are going to essentially create commercials, voiceover, music, scripts, right, images, all on their mm-hmm. own, and we're gonna right. be like, what? What is this? No. Some sort of fucking. Is this Skynet? And we're like, oh, we don't know yet. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't, we haven't figured it out yet if it is or not. It's a fair question. We don't know. All right. Now, there's another one that I just saw today. This one comes from the handle on Twitter, Only Bangers ETH, um, which I have to assume stands for Ethereum. Oh God, is there another one below that? No. Yeah, there is. Oh it's, my God, it's a there's, movie there's another the, one. It's a movie trailer <gasps> for the Great Catsby. Oh my God! All right, and feline. It, 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 the voiceover says with feline intrigue. I watched oh, it before. Oh, dude, up. it looks. This one looks really legit too. Okay, we'll have to maybe we'll watch both of these. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start here with this is the beer commercial. All right, now this obviously, even if we wanted to, we wouldn't we wouldn't play the audio because it's got Smash Mouth's All Star right. in this, and it is yeah, we wouldn't be able to play it. But you know, some things that you see, we'll just kind of play it through. Oh God, there you go. I was like, oh my God, how's it coming through? You've got a floating beer. You got people like that just, their their proportions are strange. People, again, AI doesn't understand how people eat or drink or consume things. Oh my God. There's so much happening here. We're going to try and take it bit by bit, but people are on fire. Like, (laughs) there's explosions. The other thing AI doesn't know how to do is words. It doesn't understand that... If you're like, hey, write this out, it's like it jumbles it up. It comes through like as a different different message. Yeah. So as we're going through this here, we can kind of see like the people that are like laughing. They're laughing extremely strangely. Their mouths don't seem to match what's going on. Eyes, of course, as before, are strange. People are holding glasses. Again, this is where it's like the 80% of the way. They're like at, at four seconds. The woman that's holding the beer on the right, she's not holding it correctly. Because that thing is barely in her grip. Right. And as it goes by quickly, you're like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. As you like look at this closely, you're like, this is fucked up. Like, there's no way that this is natural. 
She's like, okay. She's holding on to that. The girl next to her is like, yeah, weird eyes. And then the next girl has, how many fingers do you see on this thing, man? This blonde chick. I need to. Two, three. We're at five seconds. Two, three, four, five. Five six, seconds in. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten fingers with one hand holding this, <laughs> this jar. Oh, oh. <laughs> Here we go. Five seconds in. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a Snapple bottle, like a yeah. Snapple bottle. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I think that's ten. It's yeah. a, you know what it is? It's a hand with five fingers on each side. Yeah, like it's it's basically like, like this. Yeah, yeah. So very very strange. And then you've got the proportions at like six seconds seem weird. Yeah, like very this very. Odd. Woman has very short arms. And then you got this other girl that's like, yeah. And then at eight seconds, you've got this floating beer bottle. Wait, like this dude's having a full count. Again, he's drinking Snapple and he's talking yes. to the floating beer bottle. Yes. That looks like it looks <laughs> looks like the like it's got the New York Rangers logo on it. It's so strange. Yeah, because it looks like he's drinking tea. Yeah. And then like we go to nine seconds. There's like a fire kind of happening in the background. There's like fire on the table. And the lower left, yeah. and then in, in yeah. the, and in the background, kind of like there's just like a fire. Something's burning. We don't know what. And then we move along. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Again, too many fingers on the can. And there's also, also a second at, hand the, just out of nowhere. Look at the visor. <laughs> right? I thought she's wearing that. But yeah, I do love how that, that other hand just kind of comes up. It's <laughs> like, where's up. that other person? You know ah. what I mean? Again, way too many <laughs> fingers. Um, right. And these cans are huge, by the way. These are totally American are. cans. Yeah. Okay. We got again more strange people. Oh God, and proportions this, are odd. Twelve seconds. It looks like a. It's a. It's a mix between a. Can, it looks like she's holding a bottle of Bombay gin. Yeah. Again, too Bombay many fingers. Yeah. People are dancing, and then you get to thirteen seconds. You get this guy that tries to drink. Like someone's trying to drink. He's like licking the foam, kind of. Right. <laughs> it's extremely ups upsetting. But then does he does he end up with he ends up with sunglasses on? Take it frame by oh frame. Oh my god, like, he does! Like <laughs> oh my god, he does! And then this next guy is either again way too many fingers. Yeah, right. And he's, he's either just... singing or yeah, he's singing. Oh my god, I'm sorry, he's... the guy. I'm... Yeah, <laughs> there's too much going on, right? man. What's There's up, Moon? Much. Moon, welcome to our uh, nightmare show. There's too much happening. And then right. at 15, the dude's just... He's like somehow he's sucking light? I don't know. Oh, that's so strange. And then at 16 seconds, I don't know, that's just a weird can. It's like that. there's like a spoon coming out. But then it just disappears. It's it almost like away. a straw. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're dancing, dancing, dancing. No big deal. No big deal. With and then more fires. fire. And then you got cool shot. And then you got this girl and making out. With, oh, she's into it. With RC Cola. <laughs> and then you got this guy who's got like a weird contraption. That is that is like the ultimate beer bong is what that is. This is like a college kid's wet dream right here. You know, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. We're going streaking. And then at 20 seconds, we have the Inferno. This is where it just turns. Like it yeah. was weird already, but then it turns into Because what is that guy on the right holding? Is he holding a camera? Is that a beer? Where's the inferno coming from? Right. Where's it going? It looks like someone's inhaling it and then like there's kind of like fire coming out of the beer, but not really. Seth goes, "Yeah, this is my jam." And you got this guy who's got his his face is way too big. 
for this giant can. It's like, I don't know, it's so disproportionate. And then you got this guy at 23 seconds. Well, also, look at his... Ah. Look at how the arm goes into the hand. The guy at the 20... The Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I, oh, God. And then 23, 24... Again, infinite number of fingers... And, it, uh, and it's and a gigantic seconds. forearm. Look at that forearm, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Boom. And then you got Inferno with people dancing in the fire. Yep. 25 seconds is a guy. Got a Jesus. Drinking a beer upside down by yep. the, the butt of the bottle. Yeah. But then the one after that looks like a, a clip from Guardians of the Galaxy. It does. Like, like, pew, pew, pew. Like, this is, I, I fully expect oh, to see this in the next James God. Gunn movie. And then 27. They're sharing two guys they're sharing a beer. A beer. <laughs> they're lady in the tramping it. Yeah, they're just like now, 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 and then at 29 oh, seconds, it's just like pure and fire inferno. Fire. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, it's the name of this. So, Erico Fendale. Yeah, Fennel Day. So there's that one, and then let's again. We won't be able to hear this, oh, but I want to watch. I don't want to spend too much more time with this because I think we get the point. This one looks interesting yeah, this, though. Like this is an AI generated. It gets movie worse trailer. as it goes on. It gets worse. Trust me. It's also a minute again. Okay, hold on. We're gonna go back. Look minutes. at these yeah. fingers. Look at these fingies here. These fingers at here we are. Oh god, that's the proportions are off. Just off putting. At seven seconds, the woman on the right. All the fingers are curled in together. Yeah, that looks horrifying. Yep. Um. Not too bad. Not too yeah. bad. We're playing. All right, that girl looks horrifying. Um. Again, the hands, man. The hands are weird. We're drinking fire from a cup. We're in a fancy place. These are some pretty good shots, though, I have to say. Like, yeah. Unsettling when you take a close look at them. Yeah. For those listening, too, we strongly recommend you you go go search these out because you're definitely going to want to see what we what we are describing very poorly, uh, in, in fairness. But <clears throat> I think we're doing an accurate job. You just don't understand the her, the, the insane no visuals that we're seeing. Yeah, Did I think you know my favorite, would be really awful. My favorite is at 29 seconds when out of nowhere there are fancy cats that come in. Yes, that is yeah. strange. Dude, you know uh, what would be absolutely horrifying right now? What's that? This current AI, but porn. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't like that. How unsettling no, would that be dude like that would be they're like all right because you know you know that exists you know that exists already it, it has to it, you know? there's no doubt in my mind it has yeah well hold on that's just a big old leg and the kitty cat yeah. <laughs> and then yeah these faces I, I gotta say though man the quality like the all right that smile oh so this is like supposed to be like yeah like you said it's the um Great Gatsby. Yeah, it's it's called the Great Catsby. The Great Catsby. Wow. It's I don't I don't have a subscription to the New York Times. Um, but there was an article that was uh shared in my nine to five uh today because it has to do with um advertising and, and AI and what what's coming down the pike. Um and it says the uh <clears throat> says the godfather of AI leaves Google and warns of danger ahead for a half century. Jeffrey Hinton nurtured the tech, neutered the technology, nurtured the technology at the heart of chatbots like ChatGPT. Now he worries it will cause serious harm. And I would love to get access to this, uh, to get 
access to this article. Um, oh, oh, it just worked. You know when you reload it and, and you hit stop and yeah. you sometimes get it. All right, I've got the article. I'm not going right. to read it now. It's a very long article, but I do think it's interesting that even people who were behind the genesis of AI are saying like, "Hey guys, let's uh, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit because it, again, it's, it goes back to the Jurassic Park quote, right? Just because yeah. we so focused on if we could, we didn't think if we should. Yeah, this is this is just getting a little. You and I talked about this a few weeks ago. We're running a little rampant right now. Like it's it's kind of it's it's we're we're trying to see how far can we push this, how fast can we push it, and I just I do think that we're uh, I don't know we're setting ourselves up for a potential issue. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And Seth said, you know, he wanted to make a note that uh, though AI's competency with boobs over fingies is well worth noting. So, which by well, the way, uh, I'm sure is uh, by design. I'm sure they're like, we'll work on the right. fingers, but really, let's get the right. let's get the real important stuff first, you know. Let's get what we need, and then we'll move on to the rest. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I I find this stuff fascinating. I think it's interesting. Um, we're obviously not at a point where what'll be terrifying is when you can't tell the difference. We can't yes. tell the difference between an AI generated piece <clears throat> of content versus an actual other one, and yeah. um, the idea that when you and I first when you first told me about mid journey and you went in there and you're like, Oh my God, I can see what everyone else is searching for. And yeah. the first thing I saw was someone putting in a very detailed description, probably had about, I don't know, 30 keywords about something with Christina Hedricks. And they were trying to get like images of her just like, it was very unselling to the point where you're like, all right, I got what I needed. I'm leaving this discord server now. I don't want to yeah. see this anymore. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see what these guys are jerking off to. Cause yeah. they were going for it. Like, <clears throat> like hard man they were trying really really There's hard a lot of prompts that were they were trying to refine it refine it and that's and it, that's the terrifying thing too is that it like there's always been i feel like that it's a in essence an invasion of privacy like if you can start generating really good looking content that is like hard to differentiate between what's real and what's fake and you can just start you know you can just start putting anyone's face on anyone's you you can basically make whatever there's a there's a real there's a danger there i feel like as far as privacy as far as what your rights are it just it doesn't it just doesn't feel good yeah don't trust it um yeah it's it's upsetting because i know some of that stuff already exists i know there was a, a twitch streamer who got called out for basically um he was he had a an ai porn site that basically created AI versions of like some Twitch streamers, girls, uh, and they basically yeah. created porn out of it. And, you know, that stuff exists, unfortunately, it and, and it's, there's yeah. a market for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the, it. <clears throat> anytime we have a new emerging technology, the old, you know, the joke is how long until we make a fuckable version of that thing. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's an internet joke, but it's also a joke. You know, it's a rule 34 meets, we're always going to use technology for, you know, gr gross, nefarious things. And it, yeah. it's, it's true. And it sucks, but it's very true. about our It's society. funny because it's true. Well, I've yeah. said this before. I'll say it again. One of my favorite robot chicken, like little sketches was it's just, you know, if you're not familiar with robot chicken, it was a show on 
uh, Adult Swim. It was like a 15 minute show and it just had like a series of like short little sketches. Blackouts. Yeah. One of them was a guy goes, behold, the robot that will change the world. And someone raises their hand. He's like, yes, sir. He's like, can you fuck it? The guy's like, excuse me. He's like, can you fuck it? And he's like, no. And everyone goes, ah, just leaves a press conference. And I was like, it, it was always just like spot yeah. on like that. That always that one always caught me where I was like, that's exactly where we are. It's the very that first exactly, thing yeah. that we go to. And the thing is, like, that stuff's created and no one really says anything. And then eventually everyone accepts it. And we're like, hey, all this thing, this thing exists now, you know? Right. Um, Seth says, I mean, to be fair, it isn't the first. The rush to make porn out of Bioshock Infinite's character Elizabeth produced huge advantages in 3D rendering technology. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. This comment was for content that happened like three minutes ago. Yeah, we're a little... we're. <laughs> Yeah, my internet sucks tonight, gang. I'm really yeah. sorry. Um, to to that end, though, that's very true. But I think um, the point being is that this is this is able to replicate like 3D rendering technology is one thing, and and uh, a Bioshock character is one thing. But when you're generating lifelike images of Christina Hendricks in compromising position, positions, that's a whole different level of, you know what I mean? If it looks like a cartoon. That's one thing. It's not great, but if it starts to look just like the person and you can't tell the difference, you, you could easily be swayed to think that this person is in this video or is in this uh, a picture of them in this position, you know, has been leaked or whatever it is. That's I don't know. There's a, there's a there's an element of uh, you, you're dipping into a whole realm of, of privacy and, and invasion of privacy that just again, it feels gross. It just feels really gross. Well, it, it really what it is, it's, it's, I will never, I have a feeling I'll never have to worry about that. I don't think everyone's going to be like, I can't wait to see Doug, you know, just doing sex stuff. And, you know, the, the, the percentage of people that want to see that's pretty small. So I don't They're worry there about though, it. Doug. They're Whatever. there. Hey man, it's a long tail theory. You go long enough. There's a, there's something for everybody. All right. But I imagine, um, you know, to those sorts of people, who deal with just harassment on a daily basis for being a woman and existing, you know, let alone existing on a platform where, you know, people get a lot of views, you know, that, that has to feel incredibly unsettling to know that there's people out there that are creating images of you without your consent, uh, doing, you know, sexual acts and be like, Hey, that's not who I am. That's not, I didn't authorize that. It's, it's just, it's, it's really gross. It's really upsetting to say the least. So yes. Seth goes, me now needing to make sure Doug has to worry about this. Ah, oh, good. <laughs> don't don't wish it. Don't say it on the podcast, yeah. Doug, lest it become true. Yeah, don't. <laughs> was it, don't threaten me with a good time, you know? Don't a good time, yeah. I'll take Yikes. you up on that offer Yikes. all day. Well, I think that's the, the this, this AI getting better and uh, progressing to the point where you can't tell it's AI anymore is part of what uh, the Writers Guild of America is striking for right now. Um, you know, if, I, if, any, if you guys haven't heard, they are officially on strike as of 12.01 this morning that we're recording Tuesday. Um, what is it? May 2nd, um, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, a lot of what the strike has to do with is um, the deals regarding uh, shows that they're writing on for streaming uh, platforms. Because the streamers are saying that they're, you know, we're still not sure how um, how successful or how much revenue we're going to get out of this. And so we really can't, 
you know, put the cart before the horse and give a lot of money because we don't blah, 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 blah. When Netflix is pulling in like $2 billion for, I think, Q1 or some some astronomical amount of money. It was ridiculous. So um, the writers are like, look, you guys are making plenty of money on these streaming platforms. Also, um, I heard one writer talk about it today and he's he made a good point. He goes, writing should not be a gig economy. Like, right, like we used to, we would get on a show and it would run on a net on network shows. You would run, you'd have a, you'd have a job for at least a year. You know, if the, if the show didn't get canceled, you had a job for multiple years. But now, because shows are eight to thirteen episodes, he goes, you might have a job for two months, and then you're out of a job again. And he's like, you, if if you want good quality shows, writing can't be a gig economy. You have to you have to have writers that are being compensated that have, you know basically you want professionals to do this and you also want ways for younger writers to get in and work their way up. If you just have these, these quick bursts of, of work and everyone's scrambling for them, it's, it's just not conducive. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not conducive to, to making better content, which is, which is people are addicted to this content. Another thing he talked about, which I thought was interesting is he brought up the fact that, when you go to watch a show, he goes, very few people, if any, are are brand loyal. I only watch shows on Disney Plus. I only watch shows on Netflix. I only watch like he goes, they don't care what no one cares what streamer is carrying the show. People are into the show and the show is there because someone wrote it at the at, at, that's the that's the foundational block of a show is the writers. And so he was saying that you these platforms wouldn't be make like Netflix wouldn't be Netflix if it didn't have the writers behind House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, uh, you know, Stranger Things, name, you know, name any number of shows that's on there. So Sesame Street. Sesame Street is a huge one that Netflix created. Um and and really does a good job with the writing. They've won a few Emmys for the writing Netflix has. Um so that's a big that's a, a big part of this strike. Uh, another thing is is what's called mini rooms, and I've never heard of this until the strike. But mini rooms are they'll, they'll get rooms together of like three to four writers to break two or three episodes of a show in order to figure out if they want to pick the show up, a network will or a streamer will. And what's detrimental to this is that a lot of the times that the show does get picked up, those writers don't get to stay on. They just they're there for literally like a week to break three episodes and then they're done. And so there's no consistency. There's no, it's not, and they're getting paid scale. So they're not getting actually paid like a, a true like living wage. And during that time, they're not allowed to accept other jobs. So they're locked into contracts with this mini room and it's just fucked up. And then one of the, the last big pieces is they do want stop gaps put or um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the word, but they want uh, assurances put into place that AI is not going to become a problem uh, for the writers. So let's say AI comes up with an idea and then a writer writes an episode based off that. They don't want to see like, well, the residual, you're not going to get as many residuals or as much residuals because AI came up with the idea or AI wrote the base script. You just punched it up. So you really don't get a writing credit on it. So because AI is really starting to come up, they're getting far ahead of it and saying, look, it's in its infancy, but we can see this becoming a problem and we want you to guarantee us that this is not going to affect our livelihood and our creativity. And so there's a lot of stuff on the table. And I just thought it was interesting that they were including AI 
in in the uh, the list of of requests that they had. I think it's smart on their part to do that. Quite frankly, I think it's interesting. I you know, I think um, I, I'll just I'll be honest with you. I, I struggle a little bit with unions because I had a bad experience with them. I, okay. I worked for six years at a hotel. And there were unions uh, with housekeeping, which, for the record, I'm glad that there are because my hotel was run by like a bunch of assholes. And yeah. undoubtedly, they would take advantage of people, and they did. Um, but on the flip side of that, I'm also a practical person. You may have heard of this. Um, and what I don't really? like is a lot of red tape around things that should just be – see, the thing – I, I, I want to – here's the thing. Unions are important. They're very, very it's important. It's a tough conversation to have, yeah. Where I struggle with are the things that just are practical. Like, for example, okay. you know, hey, I need someone to go clean this room. Well, all the housekeepers are gone for the day. Well, can you do it? No. My sure. job is to fold towels. That's my contract says I'm not allowed to do that. If you want me to do that, you have to. You need to call my union rep. And I need to get paid more. And I'm like, we can't. We don't have time for that. We have a, we have a, we're sold out tonight when you get this room clean. He's like, well, I can't help you. Like but, that sort of like red tape infuriates me. Sure. But because of how bad things are with abusing work and laborers, we have to get that into the, the minutia of that so that right. people are protected. So I have I struggle with that because I don't want people having to clean 30 rooms a day for shit pay. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's not fair. But for, for, for to have someone negotiate down how much work they get to do for the day to right. get paid, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, it just seems like this weird push and pull a lot of times oh um, sure but i've mm. also seen like it's incredibly important i mean especially in the, in the entertainment industry i mean these people get used and abused like nobody's business oh, and you know some of the things i i mean i saw that in here like i think the average pay has gone down like four percent which if you adjust for inflation is like 24 percent. like it's huge yeah. like the amount yeah. of, of, of pay that people are losing it's which is not cool you don't want that um and I think the idea that the landscape has changed from your traditional like 22 episode seasons to like your 10, 12, you know, seasons, that's something that should be, you know, absolutely accounted for and negotiated for. Pay should obviously be there because these are the people that are out there doing the work to create this content, you know? Right. I can't do it. Right. And the people that it's, it sucks when you know that these streamers and these organizations uh, some other talent are are actors pays going up, you know, productions sure, yeah. pays going up, Comp uh, the other companies pays going up, but the writers, they're getting hosed on that. And that sucks. That absolutely yep. sucks. And I think they should absolutely be bargaining for the best they can get. I did yeah. see something uh, from NBC News where it says the main sticking points, according to the entertainment giants, include union proposals that would require companies to staff television shows with a certain number of writers for a specific period of time whether needed or not. That's, that's where, where I'm gets, like, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that's where like the, that sort of stuff, like I read that paragraph and I immediately was like, you know, I went yeah. back to 2006 to 2012 when I was working in that hotel and I was like, I, I yeah. it's like uh McCormick center in Chicago, just very union center where it's like, you go in there, you're like, Hey, uh, I'm setting up. I need to plug this thing in. I'm like, sorry, you need to get two union guys and a supervisor for you to plug that in because this yeah. whole facility oh, we were, is run by yeah. unions. 
we were shooting there back way back in the day. I think it was 2011. I was shooting there with, uh, with a company that I was working with. And uh, it was the was it McCormick or the Stevenson convention center. And it doesn't matter which one it was. We were there, we were filming something and I said, we needed to plug something in and they had to radio down. I, I couldn't just physically plug something into the wall. They had to radio down and get, I, I want to say it was an electrician to come down and, and do that. Um, but I was like, holy shit. Like that's, that's wild. Like I didn't, you know, and I, again, I come from a union family. Like my dad was in the firefighters union. My mom was in the teacher's union. I am very pro union, but at the same time, I do know that there can be overcorrections quite a bit. I think, you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 I understand. I, I am pro union. And I understand the need for them. And I, I, Eventually, you know, I, I have been part of unions. I was a teamster for a while when I worked at UPS. You know, um, I would love to be part of one of the, you know, the DGA or the WGA down the line at some point. I would love to be a part of one of those. But I do understand from the flip side how it can be very hard when you're not in it. It can be very hard to see why people are asking for certain things. And you're like, well, you're just being whiny. You're just yeah. being kind of a bitch about this. No. And it's like, ah, you're, but you're not in it. Like if you were in it, you were seeing on a daily basis and all the minutia, the little details, you're like, this is, there's a reason we're asking for this. Yeah. Or there's a reason we're asking for more because they're going to come back with a counter and we're going to meet in the middle somewhere. So we need to go super far this way because they're going to go this way. And then we'll find a middle ground that's amenable to everybody. You know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think, um, the, I think unions are absolutely important and I'm glad they exist. And I think you can appreciate and respect unions and also be able to give constructive feedback to it as well. well you know? 100%. Yeah. Well, I think the like a very important uh, uh, recent thing was for the uh, the, the IATSE union, which is uh, all the it basically it covers everyone else that's not a director, a writer, or an actor. It's the camera people, it's the grips, the gaffers, the bus, the best boys. It's it's everyone else on set, basically. And they, after, you know, um, there had been horrendous story, story after story after story of people having to work like 16 hour days. And then it, you would end at like midnight and you'd have to turn around and be back for 5 a.m. shoot. And your trip to your hotel was a half hour each way. So there's another hour and people were getting in car accidents because they were tired and they couldn't keep their eyes open. It was like horrendous working conditions. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand about the film industry is that if you, because so much money is being put into these films, the the producers and the studios at the, at the very top levels are sometimes, they're going to want to wring every last bit out of their crew to get things done on time and under budget. And sometimes that's at the sacrifice of the people who are working really fucking hard, who are people. They, at yeah. the end of the day, they got families, all they're trying to do is they're trying to put milk in the fridge and food on the table, you know? And it, it's, so when you hear about that, you see why, like it, like they're like, Hey, don't make us work 16 hour days. Or if you do, there needs to be a minimum of a 12 hour turnaround time in between, you know, or something like those kind of minimums. So that's kind of a, a look at like how bad things can get if certain things aren't kept in check, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Again, that's where I think the unions are incredibly important because like those kind of working conditions are awful and they get paid shit. I mean, let's yeah, face it, absolutely. a lot of those. Yeah. And, and when you hear that these <laughs> movies are making 
hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. And you're billion like, dollars. Yeah. Like I get paid jack shit and you need me. You know what I mean? You right. need me to do my job. And then, but at the same time, they're like, well, if you won't do it, we'll find someone who will. Right. And they're not wrong. But at the same time, it's like, this is why you need unions to help bargain for that shit because, yeah. and that's why strikes need to be, need to happen. And people need these better conditions because that's the kind of shit. You're absolutely right. The people like those studios and whatever that have a lot of that money, they're going to use their power yeah. to get what they want. And they're the ones that reap the benefits. Yes, they are risking for it, but there should be more right. equal share along the way. I don't, right. I'm, I'm very much well, and people should, in line with that. They're risking, but people shouldn't be needing to risk their lives for now. Again, we're talking to the writers aren't risking their lives yeah. with, you know, it's sitting in a, it's a, it's a little different story there than with the IATSE union. But, um, the uh, I think another misconception is how much money a lot of people make in the industry. When you say, yeah. "Oh, I'm a writer," and it's like, "Oh, you must be flush with you just sit in your computer and you write for a couple hours, then you go get some coffee." Like, you know, no, a lot of these people are sitting down for twelve hours and they're banging out. And it's not like if you're writing, working on a sitcom, a lot of it's not fun because you're yeah. just banging out. You're all right, what jokes? You're hearing the same joke pitched different ways, you know, for for three hours. That's it's not fun. It actually is a grind, and you're making. I mean, you might be making a little bit more than like quote unquote average, but a lot of people in the entertainment industry are are making ends meet. It's not not everyone in the entertainment business flush with cash. A lot of them are making they're making maybe thirty forty grand a year, like if they're lucky. And yeah. then if they don't get on a gig, if they don't get on a show or a movie. Then you just it's it's feast or famine, you yeah. know. A lot of residual checks. People think residuals. They're yeah. they're coming in. They're raking in cash. They don't have to do anything. It's a lot of again. There's a guy online on on Instagram. I sent it to you and uh, Seth today. His name's Michael Jammin. I would say go check him out. He does a lot of people will ask him questions about the industry. He's a writer and he will give honest answers. And he'll just kind of like yeah, here's the inside baseball on it. And he, when he gets residual checks each month, he opens them up. And he'll read and he'll show you. He's like, all right, so here's the residual check when I worked on Just Shoot Me. That's for $7.89. Here's a residual check I got when I worked on this, this, and this. And some of them are for like $1,000 and some of them are for like six bucks. You know? He doesn't and know so what he's going to get. He doesn't know what he's going to get. And it all depends on was he the writer that was credited as like written by or did he just kind of work in the background on the show? It's a whole bunch of different stuff. So again, a lot of people aren't making bank they, they're not making the kind of bank you think they're making. So these yeah. negotiations are, they can be very important. Not to mention that that also has to be taxed, that income. So right. yeah, if you're thinking about that. And also, yeah, writing, eh, you got to you gotta put stuff together and then you got to take notes. You got to get <laughs> notes. Right. You got to apply the notes. Maybe, maybe not. You got to, you know, yeah. you got to figure, that, that sounds like a nightmare. That would be, listen, I think my <laughs> worst nightmare would be driving like a long haul like semi truck. I would yeah. absolutely despise every second of that. I would hate that. Uh -huh. I think another close like up there sales. I think I would be terrible uh -oh. at sales. I'd be yeah. one of the worst salesmen. And then third, I think being a writer would not be fun for me <laughs> no. at all because I think it would be, it's so difficult to put that stuff together and to crank that out for your living. Like I respect yeah. anyone that can do that. That's, sure. that's yeah. so impressive to me for anyone that can actually do that put that together that's super impressive and it's hard to value that those jobs especially the creative world you know what i mean like how do you value something like a podcast producer 
You know what I mean? Like, what, what's what's the value on that? You know, what, I was listening to the, what is the rights? Yeah, the right label to, or the price tag to put on that. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's called "Are You Garbage?" and uh, it's essentially two comedians bring other comedians on and they ask some questions about their life. And at the end of it, they decide whether or not they're garbage or they're classy. And Tom Segura was on there, and uh, they asked him, "What's the most you've ever spent on dinner?" And Tom's like, "I don't know if I I should say." And they're like, like, what do you mean? He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I need, I want that out there. They're like, well, will you write it down? He was like, yeah, I'll write it down. He wrote it down and slid over to him. And they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. It was $52,000. They finally said it. Yeah. $52,000. And the producer goes, that's more than I made last year. Like the producer for the show was more. Tom spent now to be fair also let's let's put some context for that he ran out the entire restaurant shut it down okay. just for him and his and his folks and that that did include tip apparently too so that's good okay. so I want um, to know what the meal was that they had that was because I can't imagine dropping that kind of coin I'm sure when you have the money it's different but at this point in my life I look at that I'm like what I think the majority of it was sh- shutting, basically saying we don't want anyone else in this restaurant, so we're gonna basically right. gonna run it out for whatever. And the restaurant's like, okay, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I mean, hearing the producer go, "That's more than I made last year." Yeah. I was like, "Fucking hell!" You know, like it's, it's like when I was a music supervisor and trying to get people. I'm like, "Hey, we want to use this, you know, this song." And they're like, one person's like $5,000 for the publisher. And then the on the master recording side, they're like, Sony's like $20,000. I'm like, what? Right. How the hell did you come up with that? And How did the publisher's you? Like, what did Sony say? That's exactly what they do. They have yep. some clause. I forget what it's called, but it's, it's it means that if the other side, because uh, you need both it's sides, like both the publishing clause, yeah. and the masters to you have to get them both or use the song. So if one goes higher, they're like, well, then I have a clause that says if they go higher, I get the same thing. Right. And the publisher for this, it was for like a blues song, a rather obscure one. And the publishers, it was like the people that owned it were a college in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. They offered 5,000. Sony's like 20,000. They're like, well, we want that too. I'm like, listen, how many times have you sold the rights to use this song? And they're like, no, nah. I go, you can take five. Right. Or you could take zero. How about that? And they're like, we'll take five. I'm like, thank you. I, like that was the well only time done, that worked. I was, off. I wasn't going to argue with Sony. I was like, what am I going to do with right. Sony? But these guys, right. I'm like, Hey, just take your five grand and get the fuck out of here. I paid $25,000. I didn't put the yeah, negotiate $25,000 for a song that was used. Like, you know, it was a prominently used song, you know, Jesus. And then it's that's like, wild. Hey, we want to use it in the, in the trailer. They're like that's going to be more and like we had to get negotiate more for the trailer. Cause it's a separate Holy use shit. of all that. But it's like how you value these things and these creative efforts. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Part of it's probably the demand, you know, like part of yeah. it's also, cause all the thing they'll do too is they'll be like, what's your, what's your budget for the film? I love that. And then yeah. they'll do a percentage of the budget of the film to be like, all right, well, if it's this, then if it's like several million, they're like, all right, cool. Then we want, you know, Whatever, yeah. and if it's like an indie film, they're like, all right, they'll scale it accordingly. But I'm like, I don't know, man. It's such a weird way to value that stuff, and yeah. sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's not. So this is why this stuff's we need it's, it. Yeah. I, I think it's every three years they negotiate this. It so is, yeah. It's it's unique, especially with things like AI. AI is yeah. knocking on the door, and we just watched Absolutely. these commercials that people made that are like, again, this is the worst it's ever going to get. 
Yep, you guys didn't, you all didn't get minute. to hear the, the 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 script of the voiceover, but it ain't bad. All right, it's not great. Right. Not great, but it ain't bad. It, yeah, I've so, heard, I'll put it this way: I've heard worse things. <laughs> yeah, from real yeah. people, you know, and also AI. But it's 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 one of those things where it's th- this this is coming, and I think they are wise to talk about it because, for sure, knowing how people are. Hey, if you can produce a commercial by using four or five different AI sites right now for a fraction of the cost yeah. of hiring people to do it, then you know for sure these folks are going to do it. So yeah. what I'll be interested to see is because the DJ, the director's guild is next and then SAG after the actor's guild is after that. And so, mm-hmm. and that that's all happening before the end of June or July, I think all yeah. of like the DGA starts, I think May 19th and the SAG starts June 1st for yeah. negotiations. <clears throat> so I'll be very curious to see what happens. Like, do they also put in stuff that that talks about AI because none of the people that well the people none of the horror shows that we saw in here were actual people and so you know do the actors put something in there do the directors do the like are is this going to become a bargaining chip or or a piece of of the bargaining at every renegotiation moving forward for all these different guilds I'll be very curious to see honestly I think they'd be dumb not to agreed fully agreed. I think they'd be really dumb not to. So yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. Well, say. we will. We'll we'll wait and see. I'll uh, I'll say this is uh, I I do, for the sake of the people who are working, I hope it's quick. I hope they come to a quick resolution. Uh, I also, from a personal standpoint, I just I would hate to see uh, a bunch of stuff get pushed and delayed and projects getting you know booted down the line. So uh, I, I hope uh, from a professional and a personal level both that this gets resolved quickly. So I agree. We'll see. Godspeed. Godspeed. And now it's time for guess in 10 Marvel edition. <laughs> That's right. Gang. If this is your the first time here. Never stop, never stop entertaining me. By the time we get an intro, we'll be done with this game, but that's not yeah. the point. Point being is that we're about to play this game. Guess in 10. How's it work? I'm glad you asked. So Justin and I each have two cards and on these cards, uh, they have a Marvel character on them. And our objective, is, if we're guessing, is to ask up to 10 questions, yes or no questions, to narrow down who we think they are, and then we get up to two guesses to guess who they are. So Justin and I will go through and do this. If we tie, if we both get them, then we'll go down to the bonus questions, which are either sometimes super easy or just absolutely batshit insane. So they're great tiebreakers. So They are. That being said, uh, Justin, do you want to guess first or would you want me to guess first? What do you prefer? I'm going to punch it to you because I think last time I went first, so I'm going to give you honors this time. Sounds fair. Okay. Oh, that means I have to. That means you got to You go first and I'll wait. And I'll wait. Ask your question, Doug. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What do you want to know, man? All right. Cool. So, Doug, your buzzwords are military fly. Military fly okay is this a man yes does this person wear a suit of armor yes is this person good friends with tony stark no okay 
I thought I had this right out of the gate. And I'm like, are this person from Earth? Yes. Okay. I might have I might have thrown you off with the suit of armor thing. Okay. Um military fly. Uh is this person a hero? Yes. Okay. Definitely probably should have gotten to that one sooner. <laughs> is this person human? Yes. Okay. Uh military fly. Is this person connected to the Avengers? Yes. Okay. Military fly. And again, take the armor one with the grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> Associate with the Avengers. Military fly. I truly thought you were going to get this in two guesses. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna throw out one of my guesses. Is it War Machine? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said that like, no, you're an idiot. No, I was I was thinking like that's a nope. I was I was more concerned about my fingers. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to have AI fingers, Doug. Hey, that that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now, see, War Machine was really you stuck. The Tony Stark at, thing. Then that's. Yeah, I know. I for some yeah. reason I couldn't let it go. That's the okay. that's the. the I get. Pro I get problem with this game. This game is just gets stuck in your head. I'm like, I know what yeah. this is, even though all the answers are saying, nah, it's not. Um. Oh, I'm stumped. Um. Military fly. Associated with the Avengers. It's a hero. Man. It's a tough one. I thought I I didn't think you were gonna have this much trouble with it. I'm I'm actually uh, surprised. The next one I think you'll get uh, really easy. Are they a part of Shield? Uh no. I'm trying. I don't believe they are. I'm 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 ninety nine percent sure they're not affiliated with Shield. I'm honestly stumped on this one. I mean, it's it's not they're not like they don't say hi, I'm so and so with Shield. Like that's they're not like directly affiliated with Shield. Yeah. It's not like Nick Fury being like, Yeah, they're with Shield sort of situation. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's more or less what I was asking. They may have worked with but not yeah. But they're not exactly. a part of the Shield organization. No. Okay. Yeah. Military fly. I am this is really stumping me. Because it's not Black Widow. It's not Captain America. Have we done Iron Man yet? I like where your head's at. I like where where you're going. It's not Thor. It's not Hulk. I mean, those are the Avengers. Is that all of the Avengers? Because those are the original Avengers. Yeah, but those like are the ones I'm I'm stuck on right now. Right. I don't think it's Ant-Man. Because he's not military. Right. And he doesn't fly. I mean, he, he can fly. Well, that's true. With ants. He's um, friends with flies. Yeah. With the other people Ooh. associated with the Avengers. 
that are heroes and dudes. For those listening and not watching this, like Doug's faces, he's in full analyze mode right now. Man, I just, it was War Machine for me. I was like, that's who, that's who this is. And, yeah. and now I'm like, I don't know. Like it's fly and military. Oh man. Like you're going like, to kick yourself. I you're know. Yourself. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I'm like, I'm in my head. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Um, I feel like this doesn't happen. Don't look at chat, by the way. Do not, not look at chat. I'm not. Seth calling shit out. <sighs> fly, fly, fly. Military, military, military. <laughs> See, I don't feel bad because I the other t- one of the times we were playing, I felt like I was like, "Oh man, I am I am taking too long to figure this out." I felt like I needed to revoke my nerd card, but I'm ve- I'm feeling yeah. feeling all right now. I'm, I'm this because it does again for those who think that this is this easy. You know, if you're on the sidelines, but when you're in the hot seat, your brain just fucking. I'll be honest goes- with you. When you're like, "Do you want to guess for? I'm going to kick it over to you." I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to go first. You know. <laughs> Yeah, your brain is is, different when you're in the hot seat. This is a dumb question. I don't think it's right, but I'm going to ask it. Do they have a metal arm? No. Uh, I know. Again, a fair question. That's a complicated one, too, because are they a hero technically now? Now? they weren't. Oh, shit. Uh, Ow! Ow! Are they black? Yeah. Is it Falcon? Yes, it is. Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> Winter well, Soldier actually got me there. <laughs> I was going to say, you were like, Cap, and you were like, Winter Soldier. I'm like, it revolves around those two people. Oh, he, man. Yeah. Whew. So in this, he wears a, a high-tech winged harness, but th- like it yeah. is armor like he's used it as that's armor and I, was I, like, it. I don't know yeah that's that's one of those tough questions again my yeah. my thing was like does he wear basically an iron man suit and you when were you like, said that i was like yeah. oh he's thinking war machine and i yeah, yeah. it's like i yeah it's all good it's all yeah. good all right there you go okay um all right doug let me hear it all right number gonna, one or number two block the chat so i can't see anything okay um Number two. All right, number two. Here we go. Your buzzwords are fast and fly. Oh, it's the flash. Next. <laughs> Wait, what's the game? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> All right, fast and fly. Um, fast and fly. Superman. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You have failed this round. <laughs> I failed this round. I, it's your two guesses, Strandlin. Um Okay. Is this a hero? Yes. Is this a male? No. Okay. Is this Captain Marvel? Oh wow, going right out the gate. No. Damn. Okay. Wow. That's that was that was some bold. I was, I was like, if I get this right, it's gonna be fucking impressive. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Okay. Just fucked myself. All right. Um <laughs> Uh, all right. So hero, female, uh, fly and fast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, is this person part of the Avengers? No. 
Okay. Does this person wear a suit? Yes. Okay. Um, is this person person part of the Ant Man universe? Yes. Is this person uh, have a familial familial connection with uh, Hank Pym? Yes. Gotcha. Is this the Wasp? Yes. yes! Nice job, man. You got Thank right you. there. Well done. Well done. Would you like to go for the bonus? No, thank you. Okay. No, thank you. I didn't even ask if you wanted to go for the bonus. I thought about it for a second. I'm like, I don't know, man. After everything I went through, I just can't. This game psychs me out so much. I'm gassed. I can't. I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. All right. (laughs) And I apologize. I didn't ask you one or two. That's okay. I took that choice. That was that was my that was my choice to do that. All right. So your buzzwords. Your second person is fighter, villain. Okay, fighter. Your first question should be: Are they a hero? Yeah. <laughs> is this a fighter, man? Fighter, villain. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, is this person human? Yes. <laughs> the long pause there. Um. human um confident confident in that answer (laughs) (laughs) has this person fought the avengers was that a bad question for you i mean here's the thing doug i'm almost 100 percent positive that every villain at some point has fought the avengers in in the the mcu in the mcu Thank you for allowing me to clarify that. I was uh, like, I, I mean, I'm like, say yeah, I mean, what, 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 yes, what, what yeah. are we talking about here? You know, we're talking about it. Um, have they fought the Avengers? Uh, n- no, not. No, they have not. They've not fought anyone from the Avengers in, in the MCU. They have fought someone from the Avengers. Yes. Okay. I will take that as, a, as an additional question because I clarified. So that's okay. that'll be four. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm like, they haven't gone up against like Team Avengers, you know. But. I'm in my head again about what I think this is. And I need to get this resolved and then hopefully I can recover. <sighs> Fighter villain has fought someone from the Avengers. I got to do it just so I can clear my head. Did this person fight Black Widow in the Black Widow movie? Yes. Is this Taskmaster? Bingo! (laughs) Ask me how I know that you haven't seen the Black Widow movie. I've seen it. Have you? I have. Is Taskmaster a man in that movie? Anthony Tony Masters? In the MCU, they are not a man. They are a woman. Yeah, but did we say, we never said the MCU, we said what's, remember, no, I know. Early on I know. we said what's on the cards. I know, but that yeah. could be a situation where you're going to be like, yes, with an asterisk. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> fine. Fine, I haven't seen Black Widow. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> 
you caught me. <laughs> you caught me. No, that's a that's a fair point. The human thing, because again, looking at the drawing on here, does not look human. It looks like like a straight up like uh, necromancer skeleton. Yeah. Like I'm like, I thought they were human, and yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, no, the name. I he's got a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, that's fair. <laughs> that's and that's also a fair point. I sh I mean, in the MCU, yes. Yeah, but, and I should have clarified that. So actually, I yeah. shouldn't have. I wouldn't have been like, "Is this a man in the MCU?" We, you, and I have to get so hyper specific we with do. each other. Now. We do. It's so funny. <laughs> so I guess that's moving forward. We do need to figure out: Are we doing? Is like, is it based on the cards, or do we need to say asterisks? I or think like based on the most well-known version of this. I okay. think it's worthwhile to say like asterisks, like Taskmaster. I mean, I would argue until the Black Widow movie, like the general masses probably didn't know who they were. Sure. I sure. think obviously hardcore folks knew Taskmaster. I didn't know who Taskmaster was until the Black Widow movie. So I was like, I guess, you know, in something like that, what we could say is on the card, yes. In the MCU, no. God, that's, yeah, I think that's like, fair. Maybe we could, like, that's, yeah. and we, well, we can differentiate in those regards. I think that's fair. I think that makes right. sense. That's Moving. good. Hey, you got it. You, you got, got it. it. You got it, guy. Speaking yeah. of you got it, here you go. You ready? Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Fighter. Blue. The tick? Fighter and blue. <laughs> He's not uh, a fighter. Fighter and blue. Blue. Wow, that threw me off. Blue. Okay, is uh, is this a hero? asterisk it's complicated will be my answer for that <laughs> uh all right it's complicated okay i can i'll accept that it's like a facebook relationship status um yes. okay is this a, uh, a then, man? for the record that's what Nat natalie goes is loki a bad guy i'm like it's complicated it's complicated <laughs> right. what do you think yeah, yeah. depends morality. on which movie you're watching <laughs> let's talk about morality for a second yeah, right um all right, is this a man? Mm -mm. No. Fighter, blue. It's complicated. Female. Does this person appear in the MCU? Yes. Oh, uh, is this person uh, uh, the, one of the daughters of Thanos? Yes. Is this Nebula? Yes. Boom. For a second, I was like, no, it's Gamora. I'm like, that's not Gamora. It's Nebula. <laughs> Dude, the clues on this one yeah. would not help you at all. No. I'm so glad we what, have clues. All right. What are the clues on that one? I was a member of the Graces, a group of female warriors. Oh, boy. Nope. I am from the Eternal Colony of Titan. I mean, Titan would have, like, given me Thanos, but, I mean, that's a stretch. I once wielded the power... Of the Infinity Gauntlet. Nope. Oh yeah. That, that those yeah. That would have been. Those are awful. Yeah. Taskmasters yeah. would have immediately, uh, and Falcon. Both of them would have yeah. immediately given you like Falcons was. I have also taken on the mantle of Captain America. Got it. I have a mechanical. I have mechanical wings and can communicate telepathically with birds. With bir what? 
Sorry, I didn't read the end of that one. <laughs> Do that? I guess in the comics you can. My harness can detach and operate uh, autonomously in red wing mode. I lay eggs. I lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I like seed. Yeah. Um, all right. So we both got both. Yeah. So we have to do. Got to choose. Bonuses. Yeah. So you just went. So I will go. I get to choose between Falcon and Taskmaster. I feel more comfortable with Falcon. So I'm going to start with Falcon. Okay. What is Falcon's real name? I was like, Anthony Mackey is not his <laughs> real name. That's the actor's name. <laughs> Fuck. It's, um, I feel like this one's there. While I know it, if I was in the hot seat, I my mind would be blank right now. Sam. Sam Wilson? You got it. Uh, it's, Samuel, <laughs> it's Samuel Wilson, but I'll give it to you. Thank you. Because I'm a nice guy. I'm sitting there going, I'm like, Cap says his name. He's like, Sam, Sam. I'm like, got it, got it. Nice, nice. Ah! All right, what do you want? Wasp or Nebula? Oh, no. Um, I just, I have to assume Nebula's question is is going to be as arbitrary, or not arbitrary, (laughs) but as, as, as like out there as her clues are. But I know, I feel like I know less about Wasp. I'm going to go Nebula. Fuck it. We're going to go Nebula. Here we go. Oh, boy. What is Nebula's sister's name? (laughs) Yay, Gamora. I was like, after all that horse shit, at least you get that one. So there you go. Ta-da. You're like, oh, my God. That's how these bonus questions work, baby. They're like, don't know. Yeah. All right. So then you get Taskmasters? Give me Taskmaster. Okay. What? <laughs> and this sucks. What is Taskmaster's <laughs> real name? <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Uh, Star. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> yeah. I figured. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll give you a chance to, to gain a half a point on this. Uh, his last name is uh, related to his uh, villain name. Meatball. <laughs> yes. I don't understand it, but yes. <laughs> Anthony Meatball. Anthony Meatball Scarapone. I thought you said his name related to like his first name's heritage. I was like, Meatball. No, no, to his villain name. To his character. Marscapone. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, is- comma, master of tasks. <laughs> Anthony Masters. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me give me wasps. Let's see what we got here. Well, for the record, I've already lost. So this this one's you you win. What does wasp use to communicate no. with what? Because if I don't get this, we tie. I guess. Sure. Right. Uh, what does wasp use to communicate with and control insects? Isn't it like an earpiece? Technically, no. No. Okay. According to this, I would is accept a, that from the MCU, but oh, got it. Okay, what what is it? I give up her retractable antenna. Boo, <laughs> wait, wait, what? where's my where's my booze? <laughs> no, <laughs> wait, hold on, where's my where's my <laughs> uh, 
So technically we tied. I mean, uh, all right. So we, so we get to kiss the next time we see each other. That's that's what Yay! happens. Yay! On the lips. On the lips. <laughs> awesome. Woo, well, that was something. Oh, uh, Justin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love Seth saying, ain't nobody calling him Samuel. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? Oh, boy. You know, I've had this one on here for a while on my uh, recommendation notes. Um, but I have I have there's so many other things that have come up that I'm watching now that this has fallen away in the way by the wayside. But uh, up to this point, up to the point where I left it, I was very much enjoying his dark materials on HBO uh, Max. It uh, it's it's cool. Um, uh, futuristic, but retro fantasy it's kind of this weird in between um it's got some some of my favorite actors and act uh it's got um uh james mac uh, jesus christ mcavoy <laughs> mcavoy uh it's got uh, andrew scott who played the hot priest on uh fleabag and he he's been just in a bunch of I, he's absolutely amazing actor i believe it has a girl who um, plays x23 from logan as like the lead absolutely character, right? it does um and all I'm again, I'm blanking on it. All I'm thinking is uh, Bella Ramsey from uh, Last of Us. Um, is our- Anthony Meatball? Yes, it's Anthony Meatball. I want to get her name right so I can. Ah, Daphne Keene. Yes, um, Lin Manuel Miranda's in it. It's it's just a great show. So I would say uh, check that out. It's uh, in its it's fi- it's finished its third season. Um, is there a season four? Um, Nobody knows because there's a writer. No one track. knows. Ah, you know what? That's a good point. So take your time binging it, because who knows if and when we'll get another one. But his dark materials in HBO. That's right. Max. Doug, what do you got? Uh, I took Natalie to the theater this weekend to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, and oh, I recommend it. It is really? okay. Very fun. Um, it was one of the first times I think seeing a movie where I'm like, the plot extremely thin, and I'm okay with it. It's a very rare thing where that happens, where I'm like, ah, this is just fun. It's just very enjoyable. There's a lot of fun Easter eggs for anyone who grew up playing Nintendo. Um, it was it was just, it was so well done. And Natalie loved it. Um, it was really cool. I thought it was a fun, it was nice to see a video game adaptation like something like Mario yeah that just really i think leaned into what it was and it was fun and yeah i thought it was great it deserved it deserved the money that it got because it really it's it's a lot of nostalgia and it's fun and it's just if you just take it at face value you're not looking for anything super deep or powerful it's it's very good i highly recommend it so i love it i would say check it out when it comes out on streaming you don't need to run to the theater to see it uh yeah i wanted to take natalie because natalie i was eating dinner with Nellie the other night. She goes, I'm so sad we missed the Mario movie. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, she, she thought that those movies only come out for one day, like on their release day. Oh, that's so funny. She goes, I we missed it. it. I go, oh no, it's still out there. She goes, but it already came out. I go, oh, well, if it's good, it will stay in theaters for a while. And that movie did very well. So it's definitely still out there. And she goes, oh, well, can we go that's, see it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. It's one of those things. We've talked about this before where like, if you, if you, if you have never heard, if you don't have a concept of something like, you know, uh, there was, uh, um, it's like when you, when you hear things as a kid, you're just like, you, you hear the thing wrong and you're like, well, that's what, 
This yeah. is just this made up word. And then they're like, no, that's a, we, we can get into that later. I don't remember yeah. the specific example from my childhood, but I love the fact that she just thought it came out on one day. That's fucking amazing. Also, decent it's amount so of people dumb. at the theater for it being out for two weeks. So how do you feel about it? Going into a theater that was more packed. It was, I mean, it was mostly kids, so yeah. it was, it was fine. Like disease ridden yeah. animals. I saw, it was amazing to me the people that were wearing like Mario, like swag when they went in yeah. like there's a kid that had like a mario oh, brothers hoodie on and he was holding like a bowser stuffed animal and this kid was probably like 12 or 13 and i was like you know what fucking dig that man that's cool okay, man yeah yeah it was very very enjoyable so Rock definitely check that scared. one out. i love it yeah that's fucking great i love it i the thing is like it's becoming a dad daughter thing where we go to the movies and i'm here for it because yeah. as i told you i'm like hey this movie's an hour and a half okay and with trailers and everything like that, it'll probably be like two hours. Take two hours to yourself, okay? I'm taking the kid. We're going. We're going to the theater. So there you go. And we had a we had a blast. So it's really it good. warms my heart that you have found like a thing that is so near and dear to you that you guys can share together. That is fucking amazing. I also, love I want to say this before we go um, tonight. Uh, Nally always gets confused what I'm doing because she's like. Because you and I met last night in a production meeting. She goes, so you guys did your podcast last night? I'm like, no, last night was like planning for the podcast. Like, tonight, tonight is when we talk. I go, well, Friday nights are when I do video games. And she goes, and Saturday nights for d and I'm like, you got it, kid. And, you know, and Jill says, yeah, Friday nights he does, you know, video games for the for the podcast. And Allie goes, well, mom, dad's a gamer, so he should be playing <laughs> games. And I was like. She gets it. Kid fucking gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kid fucking gets it. I'm here for it. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. So she's she's dope. And I also want to say this. Uh, we had a D&D session last Saturday. As soon as we were done, Natalie wanted to know everything that happened because she knows everything that's you know may happen. And then she immediately asked me about Curse of Strahd, which is the other yeah. D&D campaign. <clears throat> and she immediately started me asking me lore questions about that because I told her about it. And, she's like, and she remembered things. She's like, so why did this happen? I'm like, oh my God, are we really going to get into this? Because it's also not a pleasant story. It's kind of dark. <laughs> right. But I was like, eh, yeah, so that's it. She's like, so I when... And she goes, when are you playing that? I go, oh, not for a little bit. She goes, oh, but I want to know who's going to die. <laughs> I was like, well, we keep that. Uh, that's you know, that's house talk and there's public talk. Let's keep yeah, that I was like, I was yeah. like, listen, also, they very well could die. Who knows? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a dangerous campaign. I love it. God, I love it. Anyway, uh, yeah. speaking of all that cool stuff, uh, you guys, please check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash mindgappodcast. We live stream every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, I also host a video game stream on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central. Last week, we played Left 4 Dead 2. Had a really good time. It was so nice getting back into the swing of that game. It was super great. So, um, you know, please uh, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, check out our Discord link in the description down below. Join our community. Be part of the family. Check out uh, Redbubble and Patreon for any sort of financial uh, stuff you like to send our way. Redbubble for merch. Patreon.com. Just to, you know, subscribe to us on there. It would be great. Um, and follow us on all social media at Mind Gap Podcast, and be sure to check out Justin as well. On Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on any platform where you find and consume your favorite podcasts. We're there too. So go ahead and check us out on there. You can subscribe to us, rate us, review us, share us around. The big one for us is sharing because that's caring. And then 2EastEighth.com and 2EastEighth on all social medias, as well as loveandimprovfilm.com and loveandimprovfilm on Instagram. 
And as Moon Silhouette said in the chat right now, join the Discord and be a part of the farts. Be a part of the farts, y'all. You know you want Hashtag to. Hashtag be a part of the fart. That's right. Join our family. Be a part of the fart. With that being said, I want to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.